This is again, if you're in the early stages and your goal would be to maximize the number of people who get to you, therefore you can continue to workshop your sales process, do your active listening, use a lot of what I've taught you so far, and then have that opportunity to then make that offer when that person is actually ready to make that buying decision. This is going to create a beautiful problem, assuming you're doing everything else right. The beautiful problem is about to become your time is becoming even more limited. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. Now, there's a bit of an interesting question that's actually popped up in my world like five or six times in the last week or so. A simple question, should you put your pricing on your website? And what's interesting about this question is that it came from people in different industries. Some of them were coaches and consultants. Some of them were product creators and product launchers or even offering classes. So the official answer to the question, should you put your pricing on your website, is it depends. Stick with me through this week's episode because we're going to unpack all the logic and reasoning you should consider before going in either direction. But first, check this out. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step -step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. Now, before we launch into all of the content this week, I want to start to unpack some of the thinking in terms of what's about to go into the specific idea as to should you put your pricing on your website. Let's begin, first of all, with a metaphor, which for those of you that have been listening to me long enough, you may have heard me reference this, by the way. The idea that right now I am about to make you an offer, and the offer is I would like to sell you a car for $10,000. Does that sound like a good deal? And the answer is officially, you don't yet have enough criteria to make that decision. Now, I'm going to very quickly illustrate that I'm not a car person uh, because one of our cars is sort of a newer Prius, one that plugs in. The other one is about a 10-year-old Honda minivan, uh, which as many people are out there doing sexy selling photos with their sports cars, I need to do another round of pictures in front of the minivan just because, again cars are not my priority. But if I told you that I'm going to sell you a car for $10,000, well, here's one that's very new, and here's one that's about 10 years old. 
do you see how now you needed more information in order to make that decision? The same as right now, some of you are watching this on YouTube as it releases. Some of you are watching the live stream of this as we record it. Some of you might just be listening. And if it's like if I asked you right now, do you like my shoes? And the simple answer is you don't yet have the criteria in order to make that decision. You need to have more information to be ready. So, which by the way, I'm not wearing any shoes at all. So do you see how by putting the pricing on the website, you start to run into a bit of a challenge here, which you run into the situation in which some people may be selecting or deselecting you before they even have the appropriate criteria. They don't yet have all the right information. But this is where, again, some of you may want a little bit more direct of an answer. And I've got to give you a lot of questions here that I'll tell you, you've got to go off and ask yourself, which would be, first of all, where are you in the state of your business? And I mean this because the art of making the sales offer, the art of gathering the information and then putting that information to use inside of Business Influence Systems, my program and group coaching community, we talk about the fact that you're either in that information gathering phase or you're in the phase of putting that information to use, which let's oversimplify this. You're either gathering content or you're putting that content to use. And if you ever find yourself in a sales environment where you don't yet know what to say, chances are it means you're in the wrong quadrant. You're in the wrong section here. So you might have needed more information. You might have needed to present more information. Have you ever been made a sales offer and even you did not yet know exactly what you were being offered? I'm going to sell you a car for $10,000. So I call this out ahead of time because recognize, especially if you're, as we like to say, in a startup phase of your business, the skills of taking that incoming call, whether it's by phone or whether it's quickly meeting on a Zoom conference session or even in person. Hey, remember that. Whatever the environment would be, recognize that it is a skill it is a bit of an art form in terms of how to navigate that conversation to present the value and then, quote, go for the close, make the sales offer, whatever you want to call it. So I bring this up because if you are completely brand new inside of what you're doing, keeping in mind that frameworks equal freedom, this is why I teach high ticket phone sales. But if you're in the early stages of what you're doing, perhaps one part of your business goal would be to become better and better at that process and let it feel natural. Selling, when you're doing it appropriately, should not feel like selling. It should feel like having a conversation and simply giving the instructions on how to take the next step to resolve a problem faster and easier. Hey, doesn't that sound like a much better definition of sales? And I say this, I know, uh, to an audience of people who have already identified that they're curious to learn more about an ethical sales process based on positive hypnotic communication mechanisms. It's a, it's a warm audience right now. But can you see that if you are in the early stages of what you're doing, perhaps your goal ought to be, in addition to bringing in a clientele, bringing in an income, part of your initial goal should be optimizing your ability to deliver that process, in which case... Point number one, do not put your pricing on your website. Why? Because part of your sales journey is going to be about educating and practicing this process on your own to become better and better at it. So the metaphor, the mindset here would be that of a filtration system. 
Uh, there's a process I've nicknamed the velvet rope strategy, which is all about, again, sort of minimizing the people who get to you in a very easy, simple way. It's a simple application funnel by having people fill out a form in order to get to you. So keep this in mind. The more blocks, the more paths that someone has to travel before they get to you helps to reduce those people who are perhaps just on the level of curious, uh, dare I say tire kickers, or you know just kind of shopping around. So if you want to maximize the number of people who get on a direct call with you and give you the opportunity to go through a sales process, whether it's mine or something of your own, you know, to have that opportunity to have more people go through that journey, well, do not put your pricing on your website because now you're going to be giving people the opportunity to go through a journey of learning the benefits, learning the features, and expressing what their needs are. And of course, as they line up, that's when there's the ethical place to then make that specific sales offer. That would be the early stages of things. Here's the website, here's the phone number, here's the social media call out, here's the phone number, whatever the mechanism would be, here's how we can hop on together in real time and discuss your goals. This is again, if you're in the early stages and your goal would be to maximize the number of people who get to you, therefore you can continue to workshop your sales process do your active listening, use a lot of what I've taught you so far, and then have that opportunity to then make that offer when that person is actually ready to make that buying decision. This is going to create a beautiful problem, assuming you're doing everything else right. The beautiful problem is about to become your time is becoming even more limited because now you can't spend all this time doing sales calls, doing this active time of guiding people through an experience in real time together, at which point we perhaps want to metaphorically thicken the velvet rope. We want to uh, sort of tighten down the filtration systems. And it's at this point, if you're using an application funnel, you know, schedule time to chat with me here, answer a few questions or whatever it might be, you might want to start to change the system where people can come into your business. Now, keep in mind, your business might be a little bit like mine because I do have some offers that are online for $27. There is an offer you can find somewhere online and it doesn't quite say the pricing exactly because again, it has to be customized to the person who's reaching out to me, but I'll say that's not a two-figure option. That's not a three or even a four. It is a five-figure program. That being said, there's a massive amount of value and real time that we spend in a private consulting format. That's my accelerator program. So you can start to recognize that you may want to tighten down the pathway for people to get to you, at which point you don't necessarily have to say your pricing. What you could do though, is start to hint at your pricing. So I was on a call with someone the other day, we were chatting about the shape of their business. They were signing up for the consulting program. And what we ended up working around for them was that they had programs that began at $595. Actually, fun fact, they had it at $495 and just through market testing, I found $595 sells the same as $495 and immediately they got a raise. How about that? So we did- I couldn't hear what you said. <laughs> and my Apple Watch is interrupting us. This is the joy of recording in real time. How about that? So what we ended up workshopping for them was to say on their application to go through a service like whether it's Calendly or Acuity or Schedule Once, or I think they're called Once Hub now or whatever else you use, to now have the option that said programs begin at $595. 
and to ask a simple question, are you ready to make an investment of both time and money towards XYZ goal? And to have that as a checkbox that they had to complete in order to schedule time. Now, now, do you see what this now created? We're starting to limit the number of inquiries that are coming in, which depends on you. Is that your goal? Is that not your goal? But by saying programs begin at 595, we're perhaps already hinting on the fact that this is not just a deep discount offer. There's going to be some sort of, let's say, moderate to higher ticket entry point. And by using the careful phrasing of programs begin at 595, the truth is in her business, the next step up where most people were joining her was actually at about $1,200 in terms of what they were going to receive from her. But by saying begin at, she was dropping out a specific clientele on the bottom, as it were. The people who either one could not afford it or two were so price conscious they wouldn't have even paid for it in the first place. Again, I'm going to sell you a car for $10,000. Is that a good offer? We don't know yet. So it's not until we have the criteria. So if I told you, and notice by the way, I haven't even told you what her service was because that's information that needs to be there. So by looking at the fact you can't look at 595 and say that's expensive, it might be, it might not be. We are deciding right now to put a trailer hitch in the back of one of our cars. I had to say to the salesperson on the call, I've looked around, I'm seeing the pricing is all pretty similar, but I'm calling you and I'd rather go with you because one, you're a local business, and two, I think you might actually answer my questions. And he goes, I got 10 minutes, what do you got? And educated me everything I need to know on putting a trailer hitch in the back of a car. Even told me why what I was shopping for was not the ideal thing and instead shop for this. And by the way, as he beautifully put it, it's going to be a whopping $40 more. Oh no, we went from $260 to $304. It's going to be okay. <laughs> so by having the right criteria, so do you see what's important to make this discernment? Now, Granted, if you're not in a startup phase, if you're in a scale-up phase, this is where you might want to start to consider the idea that you don't want to spend all this time on a call with people who would not have signed up for your product or service in the first place. This is where we can start to thicken that velvet rope. This is where we can start to change some of those filtration systems that bring people into our world because now there's a segment of the market that programs begin at 595. And at this point now, that selection wouldn't even call you. That just becomes a factor of that. And that number may change over time too. You can also look at how could you go about charging a deposit? I'm doing this in one segment of my business. For a program that begins at either $1,200 or $5,000, my clients in that one specific market are paying a $200 deposit in order to actually then get on a call with me, the deposit is refundable if we don't work together, but then that works towards the system of that's now a deposit towards that 1200 or 5000 depending on the market that they're specifically in and what their specific needs are. So are you seeing some of the criteria you might need to start to ask here? Because if you want to maximize the number of inquiries that are coming in, in that situation, you don't put any blocks you put a phone number on the website, maybe schedule time to call because no one likes phone tag anymore, but you make that in a format that now more people can get to you. If you are now bursting at the seams and you want to now minimize the number of inquiries that are coming in, 
You start to, as I say, thicken that velvet rope, change some of the systems in terms of how people get in front of you. And at that situation now, you're talking to a readily more qualified audience. So I'll give you a few more examples of this too, which I will say digital footprint, I think is an important factor here. So in one of my private consulting processes years ago, they were going, we want to sell the sessions directly on the website. They were doing a coaching program. We just want to go direct to sale, which that can be done. But think about this little magic metaphor for a moment. It is easier to sell to an audience that is already hungry as it is to sell to an audience that has to be convinced that they're hungry. Think about that for a moment. Sometimes you're in a situation where what you're selling is exactly what people are looking for. So I needed to figure out how to get a trailer hitch attached to the back of a car. I called a local company that provides that. Very easily done. As opposed to I needed to get a similar service done and now I'm being told that, no, 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 you don't just buy the little ball thing that goes in the back of the car. You have to attach all this stuff to the back of the car. The ball is an attachment. Am I showing my expertise here on this trailer hitch conversation? So that's one where now I have to be convinced, no, 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 you have to buy all this other stuff first. Really what this comes down to is the idea of educating and informing. This is the journey of all of our sales processes at all times. You're always educating and informing and guiding to the next step. Now, inside of Business Influence Systems, for those of you inside of that group consulting community, we talk about understanding their logic, their goals, their motivations, their needs, and more so importantly, too, in that sales process, the emotions that they're going through. Because here's a little fun fact. People make decisions emotionally for the most part. Then they come up with the logic and the ration to then back up their emotions to ratify the emotional decisions that they've already made. There's a knowledge drop, Bob, Bob drop just now. People make decisions emotionally and then very often they come up with the logic and the ration to then back it up. Now, this can be this sort of split second thing that occurs in someone's brain. But unless you're appealing to the right part of their brain that makes that decision and even better, structuring your language in such a way so that these people are wanting more from you, even before you get to the sales offer segment of what you're doing, that's what makes this even easier along that sales journey. So back to the original question, should you put your pricing on your website? Yes, officially, it depends. Though I want to warn you of something that's going to happen as you metaphorically thicken these velvet ropes, as you start to look at the idea of changing the system in terms of how people get to you. And I'll share, this is the feedback of someone I'm currently working privately with that they used to get all these inquiries on a daily, if not weekly basis. And what suddenly happened as soon as they thickened that pathway, the number of inquiries dropped. Suddenly the phone was not ringing as much. Suddenly the website forms were not being filled out as frequently. And I want you to hear the language there very carefully. They were still being filled out, but they weren't being filled out as frequently. The phone was ringing, but not as much as it was before. And I want you to hear what I'm about to say from a place of importance. And I want you to understand this is a problem that you want to have in the shape of your business. Because what was the trade-off? The trade-off now became all of these people were qualified now to have that conversation. These people now had phenomenal rapport with her. They were booking faster on the call 
and they were booking at a higher rate. Do you see that equation? So the question is, what is the sales journey you are about to bring your prospect through? And notice as well, as much as I talk about pre-selling and onboarding, the idea of what is that journey that someone is going to go through before they get to you that make it so. And I, and I say this carefully because even though this is a bit of a warmer audience right now because this is a business podcast talking about sales, some of you, oh, let's go there, have some bullshit in your head that's holding you back telling you that sales are bad. Some of you have the story that's been cycling through your mind telling you that, well, I'm not a salesperson, I'm not a business person, and yes, you are. It's always about communication. It's always about moving someone to the next logical step. We're always selling the same thing, no matter what our industry is. We're always selling a solution that helps somebody to resolve an issue faster and easier. Whatever business you're in, run that filter. That's exactly what you're presenting to people. I could have researched to all end all the stuff to buy to attach to the back of my car. Uh, I am assuming welding <laughs> is part of the equation. Uh, I'm assuming they said we have to drop the exhaust pipe. And I'm like, really, is that safe? And I'm assuming this is what they do. So think of the time it would have taken me to go through the entire route of figuring out exactly how to do this trailer hitch thing, as opposed to 350 bucks later after the service, it's just going to be done. Was I buying a trailer hitch? Yes. No, I was buying faster and easier. And really, you are always solving a problem by having someone buy something, no matter what the issue is. I wanted a smaller wallet this past week, and uh, I dropped a whopping $12 on Amazon <laughs> because I wanted like one of those front pocket wallets. I've decided to eliminate cash as much as possible, and I really only use two or three cards, and I don't want it attached to my phone. So here was a cheapy wallet that I found that satisfied all the criteria. Was I buying a wallet? Yes. What was I really buying? Faster and easier. Because I could have made one. This is silly, I know. I could have figured out how to, I want to use the word smelt, but I know the word smelt is not the process of building a wallet. But it's instead, I was buying something that would solve the problem faster and easier. I'm currently in a part of Florida, uh, New Smyrna Beach as I'm recording this, which is really nice. It's a half an hour drive to a Walmart, 45 minutes to a Target. Or I could have gone on Amazon as I did and faster and easier it delivered in two days. No matter your business, that's the journey you're taking people through. And let's bring in the ethical side of this. This is the dialogue and your thoughts to help motivate the business and sales process. How dare you not make it easy for those people to resolve their issues faster and easier? So by having this criteria now in the mind and now putting in these systems to reduce those incoming calls, I want you to think back to the problem that she had created in her business, my, my student right now. The fact that now less inquiries were coming in, but they nearly all were booking and all of them at a higher rate. Doesn't this sound like a better issue to have? Which you have to start with the initial question. This week's episode title, should you put your pricing on your website? Again, it depends. And my goal this week's in this episode was to have you start to problem solve on your own. Where are you in the shape of your business? Because I'll give you the opposite too. I was on a call with someone earlier this week. He's seeing upwards of 20 to 25 consulting sessions a week. Things are going well, but he cannot produce products. He cannot spin off group programs. He cannot scale to something bigger because he's way too damn busy doing what's currently working. 
And the solution there had to be, we had to drop off that bottom percentage. He had to go into the shape of his business and change the way that people get to him so that now, step number one, he's eliminating that part of the market that wouldn't book with him in the first place. Two, he's further educating and informing so people feel the value of it. And three, he's plugging now a deposit into his sales process. So even better, he's now talking to an audience that has only ever bought from him. This is the nature of what I've done in one of my businesses. And if you're bursting at the seams, change that stream in there because the most dangerous thing in business, in my opinion, is comfort. Well, this is just how it's always been working. It's the perfect formula to become stagnant, to burn out quickly, to stay where you are. So how about that? In about 20 minutes time on the theme of should you put your pricing on your website, you know, we kind of begin with the idea of it's just about the pricing, but do you start to realize there's so much more to this? And even better, if you know how to put the right words in the right order to embed the sales process inside of what you're doing, inside of just simply having a conversation. So before you even make the offer, people are seeing the value of what you do. And have you had those moments yourself? Or even as you're listening to somebody, you're realizing this is the person who's going to help me out. I hope they have something for that. You've been there before. You've made decisions to buy something before even you knew the pricing and you knew the full details of it. You just connected, you had that rapport, you had that understanding, and you saw that was the one thing that was missing inside of your business. So ask yourself some questions. Look at the nature of how people get to you, and this is going to help you to define for yourself exactly whether or not you should put your pricing on your website. Now, I'm going to drop a quick link here because I'd love to chat with some of you in a little bit more detail about this, which mind you, we open this link up on occasion. Sometimes it's available, sometimes it's not. So if you don't see anything right away, send me a message on Facebook or by email, jason at jasonlinette.com. But if you go to exploreinfluence.com, I'd love to have a chat with you about this to look at the nature of your business and see where you are in terms of scaling it up because there's no need to have to reinvent the wheel. And especially as you understand how to drive that sales communication in a way so people are now emotionally making that decision from an ethical standpoint, that's when they're ready to move to the next step. So if you want to hop on a call and have a chat about this directly with me, at least for now, check out explore, exploreinfluence.com. I'm Jason Lynette. Looking forward to hearing what you do with this. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.